When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kinds of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind not the watery kind at all if you're into wild game they have seasons and rubs for that as well don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat if you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking then you should go to www.meatgistics.com go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the ranger report podcast sent you walton's everything but the meat all right are you ready the ranger report yeah, the Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go! This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers. From the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast, everybody. Uh, I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on Twitter at bdieter75. And I'm CJ Behrman. You can find me at cjb underscore rr on Twitter. And this is the Ranger Report podcast, as that dude off the top there said. And uh, you can find us at the Ranger Report anywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can now see us. I know. What a thrill it is for you guys, but I know you Sorry can see us. Sorry if we break your screens on whatever device you're using. Yeah, bad. I mean, if I were you, I would turn down the resolution so that we look like mm-hmm. pixels and we would look a lot nicer. And turn down the brightness. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just make it as dark as possible. Yeah, make sure you can barely see us, but still barely. subscribe anyway. Still subscribe yeah. anyway. You'll want to do that because we have like cool graphics spinning in the corner. You know, it's just great. It's good stuff. <laughs> it took me 14 hours to come up with one graphic in the corner. It was great. Great stuff right there. All of my, all of my video editing skills put to use. And does it, y'all. And don't forget, on YouTube, we still have our Black Friday special. You can subscribe for absolutely free. Yep. It'll go on for all the rest of eternity, our our Black Friday special. Every day is Black Friday for our podcast. I stole that from uh, the Prospect Times. He put that up as a joke that his his Black Friday sale was you can subscribe to his YouTube channel for free. I thought that was (laughs) hilarious, so I stole it from him. (laughs) 
they do great stuff. work over there, man. They do, man. They do. If you're not following the, the Prospect Times on Twitter, uh, you're you're doing something wrong. Correct. And they do they do wrong. have a YouTube channel. He goes to Frisco a lot and videos pitchers warm up and pitchers playing, and you know it's really cool. It's a good channel. Lots of lots of good content. So go check it out if you have not. Minor league coverage galore. Awesome stuff. Also, don't forget to go to Walton's and buy yourself some seasoning for Christmas or after. They have everything but the meat. It's a fantastic place. They've sponsored us now for over a year. Uh, CJ knows Austin personally, and they are such a great company. And I literally, I think I've ordered like, I don't know. I've already ran out of my favorite pork chop seasoning like four times and had to reorder it. So I'm pretty much keeping them in business at this point by myself. I, uh, I, I used the better burger seasoning last night. I made safe. I made soft tacos and I used hamburger meat and I used the better burger seasoning. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I I would be hungry. I had, I had, (laughs) I had uh, leftovers of it today. I've still got plenty of leftovers because you know, it's just me here, but, uh, and I, fell asleep <laughs> i had to, i kept eating until i just got stuffed and both t- uh today and last night when after i made it and i just pigged out and took a nap must be nice for those that don't oh. know or follow me on twitter i announced last week that i sounded weird on the show last week if you guys remember all stuffed up and like not quite myself and then i found out the next morning i had covid and now I still don't have any taste or smell, so I guess I'm not using any Walton seasoning at the moment because I couldn't taste it if yeah, I tried. Yeah, don't waste it, man. Don't also, waste I'm going to save it. So, like, the other day, my wife gave me some Thanksgiving turkey, and, like, I was sitting there eating it, and I was like, you could have painted a piece of cardboard to look like turkey. I wouldn't know the difference. I have no taste. <laughs> no taste whatsoever. This so anyway, is when you should be eating healthy, Ben. Like, I am, actually. All that nasty, I am. healthy stuff. And I am, because be eating a bag it. of lettuce and eating a bag of potato chips tastes exactly the same, so I may as well eat a bag of lettuce. <laughs> There you go. I was the other day and my wife was laughing at me. I literally just had a bag of lettuce in my lap and I was just eating leaves. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I can't taste. I may as well eat right. Yeah. Why not? Might as well. COVID. Yeah. COVID helped me lose eight pounds. So there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, when I, when I get my taste back, though, that's not going to be good because then everything's going to be the best thing oh, I've ever eaten. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything will be delicious when I get all that taste back again. <laughs> yeah, your your taste buds are going to explode. Your mouth is going to be watering for like a month. Yeah, for every. I mean, water is going to taste good again. That's all I can say. It's going to be going to be crazy, man. Completely crazy. Yeah. So anyway, since we spun way off track, we we wanted to break break some giant news. If you haven't heard it, I mean, you know, it's almost twenty four hours old at this point. But uh, the Rangers have uh, re-signed Martin Perez. Right, that's the big pitching news. Is that is that right, CJ? Yeah, it's a little older than 24 hours, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah got no, Martin Perez accepted the qualifying offer. Of uh, course, uh, last night the Rangers kind of shocked everybody, including us, by uh, inking Jake DeGrom to a, a five-year deal. Five-year deal and $185 million, I believe, is, I what, believe that's is right. what it was. And that's it's 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 awesome. Uh, it, it was the offseason for him. And and for us, we talked about it last week. was was super interesting because he came out right at, right as the season ended and flat out said, you know, or flat out reached out to the Rangers. And yeah, I mean, it was out there that yeah, Degrom reached yeah. out to the Rangers and said he'd be interested in pitching. So uh, he pre put his money where his mouth was. Well, his new money. Yeah, uh, he he, uh, uh, he signed that five year deal. Now he's he's going to be thirty three in June. Yep. Five-year deal, so by the end of the contract, he will be 38. 30, 38, yeah. 38. So, 
Uh, I don't think they expect him to be the uh, the stud ace at thirty eight. Not be the ace at thirty eight. No, but and 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 you want to see him be healthy. And it's it's the same thing as as we discussed off air with John Gray too. Yeah. If you have those, if you have Degrom and Gray healthy, and Martin Perez does what he does last year, and Oda Rizzi eats some innings for you. I mean, yeah, eats some pitches solid. You got a four man right there that's good. And now, I mean, I wouldn't doubt. I'm not kicking him out of the running for another no. uh, high profile pitcher, which actually opens up some avenues to make some trades with your young pitching. So uh, I don't know what the, what the plan is. Chris young has not screwed around. No, you know, we, we are liking where, what he's doing so far that for sure. And not just with the, with the player personnel, but with the, the staffing as well. And correct. We're going to d- dive into that more here in a minute, but yeah, Jacob deGrom uh, has not had a healthy season for three years. He has not made more than 15 starts in a season for the past three seasons. And that was uh, 2021. He made 15 starts. He was seven and two with a 108 ERA. Yeah. Now, when he's on the mound, he's extremely, extremely, extremely effective. Yeah. A career ERA of 252. That includes last year's 308 ERA, the only yeah. season that he's had an ERA. I'm sorry, only the second season that he's had a above. 3 ERA at 308 last year in uh, 2016 he had a 304 ERA okay so he's barely over yeah. three runs a game in those two seasons the rest of them I mean 269 254 yeah. 170 <laughs> um, 170 and 32 starts and he was only 10 and 9 because the Mets couldn't hit in 2018 yeah. uh, 243 238 and 2021's 108 the guy is the guy is a stud yeah. Uh, can he be a workhorse? That's that's to be seen, but it's definitely that, that Chris Young is is he said we're going to go after pitching. We're not going to spend like we did last year, which that meant we're not going to spend five hundred fifty million dollars. It didn't mean they wouldn't spend three hundred. Yeah, know? they've already they've already spent one eighty. So you know they're, yeah. they're already they've already put some money out there. Well, and then for Odorizzi, I don't I don't know how much I can't remember how much that. No, that they they probably had barely had to pay anything. Uh, the, yeah, I don't the, think they. Because in the trade, and they they sent most of his salary with him. So oh, that, we, yeah, we, that's yeah. right, that's right. So we're so, barely. Yeah. I think we're paying two and a half or three million for Odorizzi. Yeah, it's not much. And um, then they're paying the rest of it. Yep. So that's. I mean, it's good news. It's good to see you got. Right now, um, you plan on Odorizzi being in the rotation for sure. Yeah. So you got spots one through four locked up with the battle for number five with the young pitching, but the Rangers are still. They're not. They're not shutting the door on any other big signings or, or even a trade now. Nope. So no, because they got plenty of guys. And you think about that. I mean, you your top four rotation guys could all be under three fifty for their ERA. I mean, th- you think about that, mm-hmm. man. That that is now the bullpen becomes even more important because if yeah. your starters are giving up three runs or less a game, you know you should win way more games than you lose. Absolutely, and the bullpen. I I expect them to address that and it was interesting that the Rangers traded away Dennis Santana. Yeah. That one kind of threw me off. He was probably there was a there was a period last year where he was just the rock. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Yeah. Out of the bullpen, but maybe they're making room for somebody. I, I don't know. Um obviously you still have LeClerc and uh, Jose LeClerc and Jonathan Hernandez who returned from injury last season and Hernandez looks like he's got closer stuff. You also still have Joe Barlow. Yeah. Who uh that's three guys with closer setup guy type stuff. So yep. maybe they, they were just making room to solidify those three in the back on the back end 
and maybe your seventh, eighth, and ninth inning guys. I mean, however you want to line it up. Yep. I, I would hope that Jonathan Hernandez would be your closer. Yeah, uh, he's got the best stuff. He he was hitting ninety nine miles an hour last year with that. Yeah, he's got when he's on, man, he is unhittable. He's not touchable, not touchable. Yeah, so it is incredible. And Leclerc is is very effective, and he can actually be crafty with that. Uh, <laughs> what does Nadell call it? cut change? Yeah, it's cut change, change up that yeah, looks yeah. like a looks like a looks like a slider cutter yeah. almost. Uh, so in, in, uh, Barlow, you know, he was the closer for most, most of the year last year before, you know, having to, having to, well, he got hurt and then yeah. essentially surrendered, surrendered the role, but he, he's, he pitched, pitched pretty good last year. So I, I the back end, I'm not, I'm not as worried about it's, it's, it's really, especially if they go out and get a back end guy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and and I I actually wouldn't put that past them. That way, you can move the other three young pitchers up, you know, a, a spot in the in their roles or down, yeah. however you want to look at it. Yeah, you know, two of them are an eighth and a seventh, and then and then the other guy, hey, Jonathan Hernandez pitched three days in a row. He needs a day off. Okay, yeah. well, Joe Barlow is going to fill Leclerc's role, and Leclerc will fill. You know what I mean? So they they have an opportunity to build some depth there if they want to add if they want to add more in the bullpen and I expect them to, but yeah, the DeGrom yeah. signing, uh, certainly happy, certainly happy about it and just need him to stay healthy going into his age 35 season. And that's yeah. what I'm hearing from most Rangers fans online, Twitter and Facebook are, are, are responding to me, posting about it is that, you know, Hey, if he stays healthy, this is a fantastic pickup. Well, mm -hmm. risk comes with any player, of course, but the Rangers have done a really good job over the years of taking a guy who's coming off injury and turning him into something. I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum with Lance Lynn and Mike Miner and, you know, uh, and uh, Kyle Gibson and guys that are coming off either injury or just being ineffective that have come here and done well. And that was before the Rangers brought back Mike Maddox. Mm -hmm. So you're now you're looking at a premier pitching coach, you know, with these guys. Like, I think you're going to see minor league pitching improve a whole lot too this coming year. I, I expect that as well. And, and you and I again discussed it prior to getting on here. Mike Maddox, <laughs> the, our pitching seemed to be at its healthiest, except for one season, which yeah. is the freak 2014 season where not just the pitching staff, but everybody got hurt. I mean, yeah. everybody was getting hurt. The Rangers, <laughs> the Rangers had nobody to play that year, but they did not. Uh, that, that world's the world series runs. I mean, you're, your your bullpen, your your starting rotation, everybody was was pretty much healthy the whole time, and they they were able to pitch deep into the postseason and pitch effectively. Yep. Even the younger guys, you know, that that had a couple of them had never been in the playoffs or never pitched yeah. in the playoffs, and then here they are, and they're they're getting you to the World Series. So it's going to be interesting to see the difference, or I guess the effect. Yeah, Mike Maddox will have on guys like John Gray too. DeGrom and Gray, they have to be healthy in order for the Rangers to have success, period. They're going to have to. And if not, you're going to have to rely on some more young guys and some young guys that may may have, may have not have pitched in the majors this year, depending on what you do trade-wise, yeah. uh, if, you, if, you, if, you, if they elect to go down that road. So it's, it's going to be interesting. And, you know, he had the Nolan Ryan mentality as well. Yeah. Nolan yeah. brought him in for those runs. And it's <laughs> pitch count shouldn't matter, although it does. It I mean, does. Let's not pretend. It does matter now. It's, it's a big factor into how long a guy goes, especially depending on 
where they are health wise coming off injury, you, you know, yada, yada. There's, there's, a, yeah. there's a ton of factors. Yep. The pitch count does matter, but Mike Maddox is a, was able to maximize the pitch count with, with the pitchers instead of having yeah. to limit them. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the Rangers pitched a lot more complete games back then because they were way more efficient with their, with their, and that's the one thing that Martin Perez did is he got way more efficient this past year, and which, which is one thing that made him so good. And now I think with with him with Maddox again, I think you're going to see. I think Martin Perez is who he we saw last year. Now, I mean, I don't think he's going to be that good every year, but I don't ever see him going back to like the 550 ERA guy. I think, especially not now with Mike Maddox and with the guys around him, he's kind of protected in that pitching rotation. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got John Gray and you got uh, Degrom in front of you. I mean. Martin Perez is your third or even fourth option if if Odorizzi does really good. I mean, you've got a pretty dang good rotation if Martin Perez is your third or fourth option. Yeah, it, and I would expect him to be that second or third uh, yeah. to start to start. Uh, Odorizzi, it you just have to hope that he that 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 last year or the past few years, however long it's been that he struggled, that it's just an anomaly and not yeah. the. Uh, it's the exception and not the rule or whatever. Uh, the Rangers took a flyer on them because they have guys like Cole Wynn and, you know, uh, guys like that in the minors that are just right on the cusp of getting here, cusp. you know? Yeah. So they, they, if Odorizzi doesn't work out, they're not completely, you know, stranded or screwed. Yeah. And you still got Dane Dunning. You got yep. uh, Glenn Otto. Cole Reagans. Cole Reagans. Yep. Uh, Spencer Howard's name is still there, although I I actually see yeah. him becoming bullpen pitcher. Yeah, either that or in a trade, or in a trade, and and you know Hearn can Hearn can do the Hearn can be the Scott Feldman, which that's yeah. incredibly valuable. Yep, yeah, be that long relief slash swing spot starter, yeah. spot, spot starter. Give a give a guy an extra day, or, yep. or or skip a spot in the rotation for a guy. Let let Hearn go in there, give you five. You know it. I, there's, they've opened themselves up to a lot of different opportunities. Their flexibility in the rotation now is is better than it's been in years. I mean, since the World yeah. Series years. So, and, and we're going into this year with with our eyes open, unlike 2010 and 11. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't don't know about you, but I didn't see 2010 coming. No. Like all of a sudden, I, I remember when they swept the Yankees in the regular season. I, I was thinking, okay, okay, we might have something this year. Yeah. That four-game series in Arlington where they won four, including beating Mariano Rivera two of those four games. Two and I don't four, know if yeah. you remember, but uh, Mariano hit uh, Jeff Francoeur for a walk-off hit by pitch in mm-hmm. one of those games. And I was thinking, okay, there's something to this team, man. <laughs> They've got something going on. Yeah, that was the late-season push where the Rangers yep. said, hey, you know, we're here. Yeah. Josh Hamilton hit 359 that year for the yeah. MVP and yeah. he won the MVP and he was injured for, for a little bit too. I so. know that was crazy, mm. dude. Uh, I mean, when we don't, that's like one guy we don't have in the lineup right now. We don't have the guy that when he comes to the plate, all pitchers fear him. Josh Hamilton, when he came to the plate, everybody feared him. No one knew. I mean, it didn't matter if you threw the ball down in the dirt or up at his head, he might hit a home run off of that pitch. He's going to put it somewhere hard. Yeah, or he's going to put it somewhere on the field, and we just don't have that guy right now. No, and I mean, Josh Hamilton was honestly a generational-type player. I agree. Uh, Now, uh, I don't know. uh, We want Corey Seager to be that guy for sure. Um, 
I expect him to have a better year than he did last year, average wise. But the thing about Josh Hamilton too is his defense was incredible as well. Oh my goodness, yes. Where Corey yes. Seager's defense was pretty, su- I mean, not suspect, but not okay, not three hundred and fifty nine million or three hundred twenty nine million dollars mm. worth of defense last year. No, nah, if you base the money off of off of the way he played last year, he was absolutely not worth that. Agreed. So, yeah. but that's not. The Rangers didn't sign him to a one-year deal. No, so, there's a re- there's a reason they signed him to a ten-year deal. Yeah. So and and it changes change of venue, all that good stuff. Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. We've been I, saying that all yeah. year. He'll be fine. Yeah. He he'll be okay. Same same thing with Marcus Simeon. Yep. Uh, Nate Lowe showed up, said, "Hey, I'm your starting first baseman yep. in the future." Now, I mean, Nate Lowe, good. I could if they do get someone else for that position. I can see Nate Lowe being used in a trade, but I think. Unless they just get like in a fantastic offer, Nate Lowe is going to be your first baseman for years to come. They'd have to be blown away, and I mean, they may have an internal yeah. option too. If they get blown away with the trade, maybe letting Sam Huff take, get a shot playing first. Well, they, base. and they do have plenty of guys that could play first mm-hmm. base, but they've but, got a bunch. But you know, but Nate Lowe really, really secured himself last year with, first of all, his hitting and his fielding. I mean, his fielding is not fantastic, but it was good, mm-hmm. and his hitting was really, really good. I think that's the thing. To me, that needs to improve the most this year is the infield defense. Like the yeah. infield offense was wonderful. Like by the end of the season, Seager was bombing the ball. Simeon was hitting great. Lowe was having a fantastic season. You know, Josh Young came up and smacked a couple of home runs when he got here. Of course, the way that uh, Jonah Heim played for most of the season till he wore out there at the end. I mean, our infield did most of the work. And I'm not saying anything bad against the outfield. They, we had some good performers there too, but the infield outperformed the outfield offensively. Oh yeah, and, and we expected last year for it to uh, be the opposite, at least on the the corners. Yeah, you know, and we expected Simeon and Seager to outplay the outfield, obviously, yeah. but not the you know Garcia had a really good year. Tavares finally turned into the Tavares we knew he was. We yep. knew he could be. It was there. Uh, Bubba Thompson showed up and then pretty much said, "I'm staying here." He he didn't yep. allow them to to send him down because of the way he played and, and yep. his versatility and his speed. I mean, gosh, him on the bases is just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just fun to watch. It's yeah. fun to have that guy. And I mean, it's not and, a bad thing. You need a guy like Bubba on the bench bench on a winning team. Yeah. And, and Eli white coming back as well. So yep. it's <laughs> now we're, we're looking at it maybe an overcrowding, which is a great, problem to have yeah Great again a problem. problem a problem for when it when it when they do because i say when they're going to make a trade sometime before spring I, training I bet. and yep. when they do they're going to have to get rid of some of this overcrowding they have and the thing is you can get rid of a couple of really good players and still have some really really good players in the organization it's not like you're giving up your only good players to pick somebody i mean if you give up bubba thomas i mean bubba thompson excuse me you have eli white if you give up eli white you still have bubba thompson so you've got mm-hmm. you've got this collect i mean same thing on the infield if you give up ezekiel loran and josh smith you've still got luis and Helicuña. you've still got you know all these other inf- i mean it's just dustin harris they've got blaine all of these great, yeah blaine cram they've got all of these great players in the minor leagues yeah it's it's a, they're in a great spot they're yeah. in a great spot because they've built that that minor league system, and most of the most of the acquisitions that they've made over the past two years have been signing free agents. So yeah. they haven't had to deal any of those yep. minor leaguers, and those minor leaguers, leaguers have had opportunities to get big league experience and show other teams what they can do. Yep. So it's been a it's been a blessing in disguise that the past two seasons because you get so many young guys out there that are able to showcase themselves on the big time. Yeah. And, and yeah, and that's I what happened to, to Solak. We got, that's part yeah. of the, the Odorizzi trade was somebody wanted Solak and we we're like, all right. Cause he showed that he can 
play in the major leagues. He wasn't great this year, but he was good enough. He got used in that trade. Yep. I completely, completely agree. And I mean, I, I, I'm now is an exciting time. I mean, it it really is. And it's now we can really start making some, you know, we're not projecting which minor league player is going to have the biggest impact or or which first year player, second year player is going to have the biggest impact. Now we're going to, we're going to be having some real serious discussions now. And, uh, uh, my internet just died on me over there for a second. Now it's back up. That's uh, always Jake, fun. Yeah. Jake Odorizzi in, in his 11 year career uh, has an ERA of three, nine, nine. Yeah. Hey, again, under four. Yeah. That. No, yeah, no, Ken, that. that's what I'm saying. If you have the first four guys with an ERA under four, you take that mm-hmm. every day. Yep. And last season in 22 starts his ERA was in the fours. Mm-hmm. He was between Houston and Atlanta at Atlanta. He went at Houston. He was pitching very well. Three, seven, yeah. five ERA. And ended up going to to Atlanta where he struggled mightily. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's yeah, he's thirty two. He's he's the same age as Degrom. Yeah. And it's just going to be interesting to see how how he responds and and see what he does with Maddox as well. I mean, with Jake Jake Odorizzi's a guy. I mean, I've I've always I've always liked him. I yeah, mean, me too. He was an All Star in twenty nineteen. Yep. And he he's pitched very well, and that was with Minnesota. But I remember most with Tampa Bay. And yeah, me too. Yeah. He, he had a, a string of, of seasons. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six seasons of at least 28 starts. Yeah. Which and is amazing. Yes. That's awesome. And, you know, last year he had 22 and the two years before 22 and 24 before, and then 2020 is the only season that he really had a major injury. He only yeah. started four games with Minnesota. Um, so, and what, what year did I say? 2020. 2020. 2020 okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I mean, you got the way I look at it right now, you got one through four right now Yeah. with the, with young guys battling for five. And now it's like, I, like we've talked about, I don't, I'm not counting them out for a Rodon either. I mean, they no. might, they might be able to land too. Who knows? Never know. Well, speaking of that, we talked last week with Kane about, uh, who the Rangers put on the 40 man with the, to avoid the rule five draft. But I wanted to talk to you just a little bit about who they left off. You know, go ahead. Yeah. there are guys they left off like a Blaine Krim or a Cody Bradford or a Kyle, Kyle Cody, or uh, who else did they leave off? They left off. Uh, uh, no, Acuna's on there. Sorry. They didn't leave off Acuna. Jake Latz. Jake Latz got left off. So there's these guys that could be picked up, but you know, a lot of people don't realize that first of all, in order to pick up a rule five guy at the end of next week, you have to have this room on your, on your 40 man. So your 40 man can't be full. So that rules out some teams. And then also you have to keep him on your major league roster for the whole year. One even year. if he's, even if he's injured, you have to keep him on your, on your 40 man for the whole year. And so it's not like there are a thousand teams out there, you know, wanting to pick up Blaine Krim or Kyle Cody, you know, but in my opinion, and we talked about this a little off the air, the two I would worry most about is Kyle Cody and Cody Bradford being picked up by a team. Bradford, I'm not sure is ready yet, but I can see a team hiding him in the bullpen just because they see the potential and they want to keep him. Do you think there's anyone they left off that there's a chance they're going to be moving on after this year? Or after uh, this, uh, Bradford's one of them in a, in a team that, that could be that could be that squad that or maybe a couple uh, would be the Marlins or mm-hmm. the Diamondbacks that mm-hmm. just don't have yeah. a whole lot of talent. I mean, either, either, I mean, the Amarillo sod poodles here are the double a affiliate of the Diamondbacks and they were not good. No. 
So, I mean, they had a few highly touted prospects. Um, however, uh, just overall, it, it, it was it wasn't good. They had a guy uh, on Father's Day two years ago when I threw out the first pitch at the at the Hodge Town. They uh, had a guy come out out of the bullpen who had a two five one whip. Wow, that's high. That, <laughs> yeah, two and a half runners <laughs> per inning. That that's not good. Jeez, you're putting a ghost runner on every time he steps in the mound. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty <laughs> much, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Or a zombie runner, whatever yeah. it is. Kind of like uh, uh, who was it? Uh, who? Oh, that's kind of like Mike Fultonevich. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think his whip was infinity. I'm not sure, but I think his whip was infinity. It was not good, and neither was his attitude. So no, that well, that was the thing that got him more than more than his <laughs> his performance was. He looked like he didn't give a crap when he was out there on the mound. No, he was. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, we'll do want to talk about him. But anyway, no, but I, I think, you know, Cody. Blaine Krim, Blaine, Blaine, Blaine Krim is, he's not ready yet. No. Um, he's tearing up every level he's been at. And neither's Mason Englert, even though he, Mason he, Englert he looked is great this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mason Englert had a big step up this year. Uh, last he had, year didn't was, he have two games in a row where he threw, he didn't allow any hits, one in double A, one in single A? Is that I right? Think, or was know, it? I'm just, trying to think it was like 18 and a third innings of yeah, it was a long no way. hit ball. Yeah. yeah. No hit ball. So yeah, Englert's one that, that, that surprised some people, not us though, because we've, no. we had him on the podcast when he was at down East two yep. years ago and we had him on again last year as well. And yep. you know, he's a guy that we've been keeping on. Zach Kent's a guy that we've been keeping an eye on. He was put on. It the was added. Man. Yep. So that tells you how close they think he might be. Yep. Um, Cody Bradford, I could tur- uh, Cody Bradford and, and Kyle Cody, I could see, yeah, I could see being being taken in the Rule Five. To, I mean, by a team like that's not expect, kind of like what the Rangers were the past two years. Yep, I can totally see them picking them up and 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 putting them on the forty man or on the twenty five man for an entire year and just let yep. them take their lumps, keep them for a year because then after that. You can send them up and down like the Rangers. Well, and no, no rule five last year saved the Rangers because they would have lost a few of these guys that they have Bubba on Thompson. on the forty man right now. Yeah, if had there been a rule five last year, I think Bubba would have gone. I think uh, Cole Reagans might have gone. I think Jake, uh, Jake Latz is one that we that could also go. Jake Latz is uh, one that could also go. That's correct. I certainly hope not. But well, he he had a he had a he didn't have his best year this year, but the potential is definitely there. He was up and down. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, so was Cole Wynn. So. Yeah, Cole Wynn finally had some failure, yeah. and and I'm glad it happened in the, in the minor leagues. Yeah, you know, while he, while he's still developing, yeah. and we'll see how he responds from it. Well, you remember Zach Kent started the season terrible. Mm-hmm. He started the season just awful, and then he had an injury, and then when he came back from that injury, he started building up, and he just got better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And and thanks to us, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks to us and Zach Kent. You know, he was there was a string there where he was pitching so well, he just kept getting on the podcast every yep. every the days that he pitched. He pitched. He wanted to be on the podcast. We had him on, day. I think, three times in like five three weeks. Times, it was something yeah. like that. It was yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, love that kid, that, man. That was fun. Yeah, and we'll, we'll be having him on again this summer uh, and uh, and this winter. Yeah, and. Uh, and or winner. <laughs> yeah. And also Ricky Vanasco will be coming Ricky on. Ricky Vanasco. Yep. So we're, we got plenty of guests coming. We're working on some others. We're, we're not, uh, it's not an off season for us. This is where we like to. Yeah. This is where get, we love it. Yeah. We try to get as many guests on as we can while they have, have some free time. Yeah. But, we, we've had some good ones so far and we are going to continue. So don't worry that we're done with that. We're not done with guests. 
Right. So it's a little harder over the holidays, you know, around Thanksgiving week and around, yeah. with Christmas coming up. Come January, we'll probably be. I mean, last year that was when we really hit it when we had mm-hmm. a ton of people on was after Christmas through February. Yeah, Thanksgiving to uh dang it, TCU lost. Are you serious? Yep. Oh, um, man, that's a bummer. So what was I saying? Yes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh from Thanksgiving to, to, to New Year's, really, it's going to be uh, a little slow, which is to be expected. I mean, yep. you got three holidays bunched in there. and But after that, I mean, we, we're, we're, we're going to be here every week. Um, we're not going nowhere. Nope. We're going to be here so, every week for you. So we got a lot planned. Uh, we'll have a little fun like we did last offseason, too. We may, might get some people outside of baseball on again, like we did last year, mm-hmm. just to have a little fun. Although since there's no uh, lockout this year, we have a better chance of getting a lot more baseball. People yes, on. yes. 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 Uh, I plan great. on, uh, plan on having Jeff Wilson on next week because he'll be at the winter meetings. Mm-hmm. And I would like to have him on just to, you know, halfway through the week to see how things are going, see what he's hearing, what he's feeling over there. So, you know, since they keep stealing all of our good guests, you know, maybe we can get him on to, to talk to us for a little bit, you know, not John though, just Jeff. Yeah, just Jeff. Screw John. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, John. Just kidding, bro. We love you, John. We love you, John. <laughs> I can't call him Moon Pie anymore. It sucks. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, I know I shouldn't promote it, but man, their podcast really is good. They do such yeah, a good job. Yeah. They do such a good job. Yeah. I really yeah. do enjoy listening to it. I've listened to every episode. They make me mad sometimes because they get guests we want. But, you know, that's what happens when you actually have worked there for, you know, 16 years. Or for they get reason, a guest on immediately after we get one on. Yeah. Yeah. Same or, one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, why not? We're so good. You know, you, uh-huh. you, know, you got to follow us up because no, but our numbers this year have been astronomical. Thank you guys very much, you know, for, for, for th- being thankful at Thanksgiving. I know we talked about it, but it's you guys that why we do this. Like we'd be done if we got one listen a week, we wouldn't be doing this anymore. No. You guys, you guys are growing our show like rapidly. That's why we started the YouTube channel is just to try to reach out to more people on a different platform that's being used a lot for podcasting now. So thank you guys very much. We really do appreciate it and love the fact that you guys are so engaged with us. We, we hear from you guys all the time on Twitter, Facebook and all that. And we love it. Yes. Keep doing that. We Even we if you hate engaging. us, just keep engaging with us. Yeah, we don't care. We don't care. I got thick skin. I'm ex-military. You can yell at me that I'm fat and ugly. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like that's news to me. So I got called a, a possum that looked like, uh, looked like a possum on chemo. And that was a friend. Yeah. It's a friend. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I've got, I don't care. No, <laughs> I, I, whatever. All right, so stick with us for breaking news and everything else. Don't forget the RangerReport.com where I occasionally write articles when I have to, when I have to yeah, time. I, Dallas, DallasSportsNation.com is where we post every Monday, so uh, don't miss that. Of course, Kane McCutcheon, who's been on here a lot, also writes for Dallas Sports Nation, does a great job. He posted an article on DeGrom last night. You should go check out like right after it happened, so kudos to him. So anyway, we love uh, we love having you guys on. <laughs> nice fly there. We love having yeah. you guys. We love having having Kane on. We love doing what we do. So thank you guys very much. Yes, and I'm gonna do a New Year's resolution to write more as well. That's actually my bread and butter more than broadcast. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and uh-huh. mine, mine I, I have a series I started for the top twenty prospects, and I've only done two so far. So I really need to get on that. Yeah, no, I I, I really need. I haven't written an article in God knows how long. It's just been, it's been a uh, yeah. Life gets in the way a lot. Big time, and it, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get back to writing more, and I can, it it doesn't take me if I know what I'm writing about, it takes me thirty minutes max yeah. to write an article. Same here, it takes I, me, it I takes me to, yeah, 
I used to do it. I used to get paid to do it. I, yep. I worked for three newspapers and four newspapers, um, and and uh, fan sided as well. So yep. uh, I did those part part of the part of the time, both of them uh, at yep. the same time. That yeah, I remember too much till it became a little much, bit. So. But yeah, I look for my stories as well. I'm going to start cranking some out. Cool. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Till next week. Deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.